Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Happy Friday and welcome to HR Work Break. Today, I'm joined by Will Rose, Chief Technology Officer at Talent Select AI. Talent Select AI is an AI platform that seeks to meet the needs of video interview solutions and other HR technology platforms, as well as hiring managers and decision makers at organizations of all sizes. Will, welcome to the show, and thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's a pleasure to have you on. To kind of start out our conversation, I read a statistic recently that 24% of companies utilize AI to hire more talented employees. So how exactly is it that AI can make recruiting efforts more efficient? That's an interesting stat, and I'm sure that's going to increase rapidly over the next uh, couple of years uh, with all these uh, emerging technologies. But in terms of talent acquisition, I think we're going to see more and more AI and kind of find itself in all aspects of that talent acquisition process, everything from candidate sourcing to selection to affecting candidate experience, hopefully positively in most cases. You know, I find it fascinating, you know, seeing that AI is being used on the candidate sourcing aspect. You know, I I was looking at a provider recently that helped find potential talent online, basically crawling the web, finding profiles like in GitHub. I mean, this would be for technical positions, um, identifying people with certain talents and then letting recruiters know that, hey, this person kind of has the skills that you want. Here's their profile information and you you could be proactive in, you know, reaching out to that candidate. The fact that AI is even being used to find the right people, not just selecting, is is pretty interesting to me. And then, you know, for me personally and for Talent Select AI, we're more concerned with the selection process. You know, we're seeing more and more types of technologies finding its way in that space. And, you know, I personally have a lot of interest in what's going on in that space specifically. Definitely. And so especially in terms of like the selection process when you're working through candidates, how should recruiters kind of marry the human and the technology aspect in that process? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, for us, we want to see, or I want to see technology used in a way to enhance the human aspects of that process. So for, for us specifically, you know, we don't have a tool that fully automates the selection process. We're a tool for the hiring manager, for the recruiter to help make that best fit selection. So, you know, instead of just um, outsourcing completely that process, we want to enhance that, right? And, And afford the hiring manager to actually spend more time doing the human aspects of recruiting, right? And, and building that relationship with the candidate. I hope that's the trend that we're going to see you know, that we're going to have these tools that enhance that human experience of part of recruiting. So, you know, when I look out on, on LinkedIn or, you know, in my community, the tech industry, you know, has experienced a lot of layoffs over the past year, year and a half. The thing I see most often on LinkedIn is the pain and difficulty of finding another job, right? Why is the hiring process so difficult? Why are there so many rounds of interviews? Why am I taking so many different tests? And it's a very painful experience. And I, I feel like you know, we have all these tools at our disposal, but in some ways, the tools are making it easier sometimes for the job to find the best candidate, but we're kind of forgetting about that candidate experience and how painful this process can be. 
if I was on the job market right now, I would want to work for a company that spent a little more time from a human to human perspective on recruiting me. And I think at the end of the day, the best talent is going to gravitate towards organizations that can accomplish that. Definitely. And like thinking of the candidate experience in the recruiting process, I think of that like difficult (laughs) definition of the best timeline because you want to hire efficiently, you want to get the right person on the job as fast as possible, but you also don't want to rush them, but you don't want to waste their time. In what ways can AI help with stuff like that? Like the first thing I instantly think of is when ghosting happens, whether it's on the company's side or the interviewer's side, there's just a very easy way to automate and follow up. What other ways do you think AI or or other technologies can be used for that candidate experience? Well, I think when looking at that problem, and and ghosting seems to be a big issue, and I see that complaint probably more than anything else, like on LinkedIn or within individuals I know looking for work. If you look at the root cause for that, it's really comes down to everyone is too busy, right? So the hiring manager recruiter is too busy to follow up with everyone, especially right now because there's so many layoffs happening in the tech industry. You know, you, you post a job and you get sometimes hundreds of applicants, right? And so you process hundreds of applicants, you have dozens of interviews. You know, how does a hiring manager, how does a recruiter have time to follow up with everyone, right? And so it The root cause there is that everyone's too busy. And the unfortunate side effect of that is a lot of people just are kind of ghosted and don't know what's going on. And that's unfortunate. So I think by making the process more efficient and freeing up that time for the recruiter, for the hiring manager is really the best way to solve that particular problem. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, some really smart people out there that come up with automated processes to make sure people are contacted. But, you know, we want to give people more than just a reason saying, hey, we're not going to go with you. Like a lot of people are looking for feedback and more of a, you know. That personal touch. Yeah, personal touch. Someone that actually cares and say, hey, you know, we're not able to offer you a job right now, but you had these strengths or, you know, this is the things we recommend moving forward, you know, to give your chance, you know, more success in the future. But you know, who has time for that? And that's that's unfortunate. So making the process more efficient through automation, through AI tools or other software tools, I think is the key to solving that. And I think organizations should prioritize that. You know, what's our tech stack, right? What are we requiring our recruiters and hiring managers to work with, right? And, you know, the irony here is that these software tools are supposed to make things more efficient. But if I'm a recruiter or hiring manager, and you're giving me more and more tools I need to learn how to use, I mean, that just kind of makes the problem worse in some cases. So really be thoughtful on what are the tools I'm going to incorporate? Do these tools actually make things more efficient? Do they remove steps out of the process that we can avoid? So I think that's how we solve that problem. I remember my first, you know, quote unquote, real job after college was with a big telecom company. And after going through a couple of interviews, I I needed to take this you know, 45 minute hour long personality test. Not only did I have to take the time to do this test, it was stressful and there was this whole other part of the process. Something that we do in Talent Select, since everyone does a job interview anyways, right? So, you know, how about we do that psychometric assessment from the job interview and not require people to do a separate test, right? So we're taking an entire step out of the process. So this is a way to get that information that you want on the candidate, but take that entire step out of the process. And I think that's the potential for a lot of new tools, emerging tools coming out. Whenever you can find an opportunity to remove entire steps out of a a long process, I think that's the way to go. And that, at the end of the day, improves candidate experience. And with what you were talking about, when your tool stock gets like too, too much for a person to handle, 
Do you have any best practices or advice for determining what suits the needs of your company best or like what areas you need to automate? You know, so I, I think a lot of times the decision makers on who brings these tools in are not always the people that are the users of the tools. There's a lot of talk, a lot of interest in the tech industry on who actually uses the tool, right? And so when you deploy something and, and you, you know, sometimes some companies see that, hey, only 30% of the employees actually use the tool, right? And so the organization uh, or the company, the vendor tries to figure out how do we get more usage out of that? But what's the real reason why only 20, 30% of employees are actually using the tool, right? Is it actually useful? Is it because it's too complicated to use or they don't really understand the benefits? But really understanding how then users need the tool, how they actually you know, manage their day-to-day, -day, I think that's important. And, and I think taking the time before you go with the vendor, uh, figuring out from who's actually going to use the tool, like what their day looks like, what actually will remove inefficiencies, and just taking the time to understand that process. So, you know, the, the answer isn't always like throw more tools at it, like understand how the user is actually going to incorporate it. And is it, is it actually going to be helpful in real life? Spending that extra time before bringing on new tools, I think is an important step. Right. And this might be like oversimplifying things, but are there any areas as a whole in the hiring process that you think would benefit from AI or automation? I think the screening process is a bottleneck in a lot of ways. And I think this is where you definitely see issues with ghosting is because you get a lot of applicants coming in. How quickly are you able to get back to the applicant? I think almost everyone out there would say that, you know, when you're looking for a job, you're applying to a dozen, two dozen places, sometimes more, and only a small fraction of those actually ever get back to you at all, right? And so finding a way to process that screening step, I think is going to be the key. So we're seeing more and more companies incorporate asynchronous uh, video interviews. So you don't, you're not waiting for a human being to come and do that, set up that initial interview, right? You can just, here's a link. You can perform your initial screening interview anytime you want, in the middle of the night if you want to, whenever you have free time. That's an opportunity for people to get into that process and kind of alleviate that bottleneck. And then, you know, on top of that, additional AI tools to help the organization figure out who from that screening process should be moved along to the next step. So I, I think the bottleneck of the screening process is kind of ripe for optimization. Definitely. Like I learned recently about interview intelligence and implementing like AI directly into that interview process, like you said, about how um, you could like pull um, your, your Myers-Briggs type out of it <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, and just the way that it could compile data that might be lost in a face-to-face -face conversation if someone starts speaking about like statistics or metrics they've succeeded in their last position. And a lot of times that screening process, we're not getting the most that we could out of, of that initial interview. Usually that initial screening interview is, you know, just figuring out, do you have the minimum requirements to even to do this job, to speak to a hiring manager? But I mean, if you're going to have someone take the time to do an interview, can you get more out of that, right? Putting these kind of AI tool assessment tools within that initial step really allows the employer to, to get much more out of that and be a little bit more a strategic in terms of, you know, how to take that candidate through the next steps of the hiring process. And so for us, you know, for our tool, just using that as an example, I mean, we're looking at certain personality traits and certain skills, you know, so we can assess just from the interview answers, levels of certain skills like critical thinking or analytical thinking or leadership, 
there are certain skills that might be deemed very valuable to the employer for that particular job. And we can help identify that really quick from that initial screening process where in a traditional interview process, you know, that might take a second or third interview before you really drill down and understand that about a candidate. So that's a way to really optimize and get the most out of that screening process, which uh, I don't think a lot of organizations put too much energy into because they're just trying to screen out certain candidates. And those sort of traits, like critical thinking and stuff, like I've seen a huge increase in this call for soft skills in the recruiting space. Like anyone you want to bring on your team, you could teach them the brass tacks of the job any day of the week. But teaching them that critical thinking or leadership skills and stuff like that, that takes a little bit more effort. So to be able to identify that from the onset, I feel like that really helps refine the candidate pool for sure. Right. And, you know, one of the things we do, we work with our customers to understand what's important for a specific job type, right? So tech companies that are working with new technologies, they're going to want people not with specific skills, but people that, you know, have foundational, you know, knowledge of what's required for the job, but also are they open to new experiences? Are are they going to be the type of person that are going to learn on their own and really absorb things? One of the measures that we have is openness to experience, right? So, you know, an organization can find out pretty quickly if this person kind of has that trait, right? Are they are they the type of person that are really open to new things? And that immediately lets the employer know, hey, this is a person that would be a good fit. We measure a lot more things than, than just that. But that's just an example of how you could utilize measures of soft skills to to hire the right people. It's not just about a specific programming language that you know or a specific experience that you have, but you know, are you the type of person that's really going to fit into the type of company that we have? Yeah, it sounds like a, a good combination of do they fit the job description as like a base factor? And then also do they fit into the company culture? Like, would they thrive in that position in the first place? And I actually have one final question for you, unless there's anything you'd like to go over that we haven't. Oh, no. Yeah, I was looking forward to your final question. Yeah, of course. It's more of a casual question. Since this podcast airs on Fridays, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Well, I know this is a podcast and, and not a, a video, but um, so you can see that behind me is a big wall of books. So I'm a, I'm a big book nerd. So I'm looking forward to getting some reading done this weekend. Uh, there's a new book that I have uh, called The Border Simulator by Gabriel Dozel. I'm from El Paso, Texas. This is a native El Paso uh, poet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to reading that. But and maybe uh, if I can squeeze in another book or two, that'd be great too. Oh, that's awesome. I'm well overdue for reading poetry. I don't think I've properly read poetry since college, <laughs> except for like little, uh, little individual poems here and there. But that's awesome. I hope you have a really good weekend and I hope the book's all that you could hope it could be. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. This has been great. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, Will. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Again, I'm Maddie Collins and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.